0: Welcome back, loyal listeners. I am McLean. I'm Adam. And one of us is always right. Today, we're going to be getting excited by talking about some recent trailers. If you are new to the show, welcome. As the title suggests, Adam will be giving us his thoughts on Dolomite Is My Name with Eddie Murphy, which I recommended last week. Then Adam is going to turn the tables and recommend two movies or TV shows that he thinks I might enjoy. I'll pick one of those to watch for next week. And finally, we will have a blast from the past. We talk about some lost gems from previous years in movies and TV shows. Because we're talking about Dolomite is My Name, I thought it'd be cool to go back to 1975, and which is the year that the original Dolomite came out. And uh, we have some disagreements on whether that was a great year in movies or not. It's true. Before we get to that, let's get excited. I'm very excited I this week. Um, Adam, you got a trailer you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, there's a TV show on Apple TV plus, which has really, um, when they started their service or announced it initially, I was like, Oh, Apple, I don't know. Um, this may be a bit too far. You might be putting your fingers in too many pots. Um, they've actually got some really, really good quality programming coming out of there. Um, like really, really good. They're winning a lot of awards. One of the shows that I think gets overlooked is called foundation and this is a show um, loosely based off of Isaac Asimov's um, Foundation's book series, and it's a futuristic sci-fi tale that um, talks about the end of humanity, but how to save it. Um, it's based off based off of um, intricate and complicated math that I can't do, but McLean probably can. Um, it's uh, it's it's really really good. The, the cast in this is also fantastic: Jared Harris, Lee Pace, uh, Lou Lobel uh, Leah Harvey are the, are the big leads. Um, Terrence Mann's even in it for a little while. It's, um, anyway, season one came out, uh, 2021 season two has been announced and we've seen a teaser trailer for that in the last couple of weeks. And I'm very excited for this. This is a, um, there are action moments, but it's kind of a slow series that allows you to really sit back and, um, percolate let things ruminate within you it talks it's it deals with the ethics of um life and death and the morality all around that at the same time because they're talking about savings all the world but the sacrifices that have to be made to do that where is that line all that kind of stuff so i find it very 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 interesting um it's really um it's fantastic so uh i'm really excited for season two of foundation
0: when, when season two dropping
1: uh it looks like it is coming out um middle of 2023 i want to say it's may um okay. Some time to we, catch up then. yeah yeah you got plenty of time to catch up um yeah i think so this
0: is not a great example of asimov's work but the one of the his adaptations is um i robot
2: mm-hmm. um
0: so if you if you're familiar with like the three laws of robotics that's isaac asimov through and through I think people who are huge fans of him are not super happy with the way that iRobot turned out where it's more of like this action right. thriller and less of a contemplative
2: look, yeah.
0: but um, that should give you a little bit of an idea of what, what kind of stuff
1: that, that yeah. he, he does. That foundation really takes his time with the ethics and morals of it.
0: Yeah. Um, that, that's it, more in line with the yeah the books and stuff it's are, also
1: right? i mean it's space travel so they there's time built into it um yeah. you know just because of the the mechanics of of that it Ooh. um it's very good very well acted um maybe written on the, the pacing could be a little quicker um but it's not nearly as slow as something like godless um it does a, <laughs> i love how Godless. that's, is that's just... our new our new measuring <laughs> stick um but yeah, it's uh it's it's got a better pace than that. Um critics have kind of been there in favor of it. 72% audience is at 60. Um I think that's probably about right. I don't think this is a niche, a niche show. I think a lot of people would like it if they invested in it, but I also think it's a heady show. And if you're yeah. not ready for that, um something that it's like have you seen uh Severance? Yeah. Okay. Well, also a heady show. This yeah. is harder heady than Severance. Um is what I would say, so anyway, yeah.
0: the the only problem with these heady shows is finding the the time and the motivation to watch them uh and not just be like, I can just rewatch
1: you know how right. I met up there again <laughs> yeah <laughs> not have exactly. the attention yeah, we don't have an exact release date it just says summer 2023 20, right now, cool. but yeah, I know exactly right. what you mean all right what are you yeah. excited about
0: oh man, I'm so excited about it. so many movies right now um there's um, a quick call out there's a, a movie coming out air that's being directed by ben affleck and starring matt damon yep. which is the first time i think ben affleck will have directed matt damon in like a leading role and it's talking about the history of nike and how they signed michael jordan and just how they changed their fate and everything it's got a lot of like ford v ferrari vibes to it gotcha Yeah. Um, and it's leaning really hard into the 80s, so I kind of oh, like the aesthetic. Nothing of the wrong with that. Um, it's yeah. Look at Ben Affleck's glasses and hair and stuff in the trailer. It's leaning super hard in the 80s. Um, I'm also pretty excited about History of the World Part Two, which mm-hmm. is Mel Brooks's long-promised sequel to History of the World Part One. Yeah, what are we 40 years later? Yeah, something um, like that. I I'm really interested. The cast is insane absolutely insane cast he just got every great comedian that he could that he wanted then just it's crazy he's got nick kroll wanda sykes um some of the jokes in the trailer are really good i'm excited i think that it's also nice because it's a season it's eight episodes on hulu so it's oh. not a movie and i think that's going to work a lot better for it because the movie has the problem or history of the world part one part of the problem is that it jumps decades constantly Mm -hmm. yeah and so there's some confusion and it's not super cohesive sometimes because it's really trying to like get half the history of the world into one one shot um and i I love i love that first movie and i love mel brooks uh he's got a great great comedic mind Uh, i think jim frankenstein has got to be in the top 10 favorite movies period um but I think I think anyone listening to this podcast is going to start going through all of the times we say something for our top ten movies until we're like fifty. Movies. <laughs> yeah, someone's going
1: to go. Uh, yeah, you don't know how to count. Uh, y'all are both at like a hundred. Sorry. Okay. We like. Movies. Here, so I'm excited for that. Um, but the thing I'm most excited about,
0: the thing I want to talk the most about, is there's a movie coming out called Strays, and it is the minds behind Ted, and not uh, yeah Ted, and it has. Um, will Farrell as a stray dog and will forte is his owner doug and he um doug is constantly trying to get rid of this dog so he'll like drop him off in the wilderness and then he'll try to find his way back and uh he ends up eventually getting lost not being able to find his way back and he meets up with some other stray dogs so jamie fox is is one of the voices in this isla fisher is in this randall park is in this josh gad is in this it's got a phenomenal voice cast it's got a lot of like almost homeward bound style vibes to it Mm -hmm. but then there's a turn in it where he decides that he he realizes finally that his owner doesn't want him back and so there's a line in the trailer where he's like i'm going home and they're like what why do you want to go home he's like I'm going to take away the only thing that my owner loves. I'm going to bite his dick off. It's just the craziest twist. And so now there's this, this revenge mission to go back and attack this owner, uh, who's, who's abandoned him. It looks hysterical. Um, I think Will Ferrell is the perfect voice for this tiny little terrier dog. Mm -hmm. And Jamie Foxx looks great as a Boston terrier. Um, Yeah, I I really love the cast. I I love the the premise behind it. I'm not, I was not a huge fan of Ted or Ted 2, so I'm a little worried about the full tone of the movie, but I think it's got a really great chance to be a very, very funny R-rated comedy.
1: Cool. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm not, I haven't seen Ted or Ted 2, so I don't know about those, but I love Will Ferrell, love Jamie Foxx, um not a huge Will Forte fan. Like he's hit or miss for me sometimes. Um,
0: Are you... Did, so I like the MacGruber character. I liked him on Saturday Night Live. Uh-huh. I thought the MacGruber movie was a little bit too much for me. Yeah. It went a little too far. Um, but I, I've liked Will Forte in a lot of other things.
1: Yeah, um, he's just a little hit or miss for me. Um, so I'm, I'm a little... If he was a dog in this, if he was a voice... I'd be more okay with it. I think Uh, so. He's the owner
0: and I think he's just not supposed to like him.
1: Right. Which so may work in my
0: favor. Yeah. 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 It might, it might work. That may make um, it
1: easier. Um, Oh, I love him in beer fest. He's great in beer fest. He is great in beer fest um, because he's not a main, (laughs) main, (laughs) main role. Um, But uh, yeah, he's just kind of, I don't know, like last man on earth has moments where I'm like, this is hilarious. And then, moments where i'm like Wait, well, why are we even seeing this um so i don't know i'm i i could see this um i like that it's that newer kind of live action look to it um rather than being animated or something so i'm excited about that yes that was the other thing i'm really excited about is it looks
0: like they're using real dogs for most mm-hmm. of it and then just adding the lips right um and i so prefer that to having the fully cdi dogs yeah uh, yeah um all right cool yeah so that's what i'm excited about adam is excited Was there anything else you want to talk about or just foundation
1: i mean uh pretty much just foundation we did get um i think we got a a teaser for flash this week um you know throw that out there that not that that means anything because who knows what dc is gonna do (laughs) they have to release it right like they're going to release this movie at some point at some point, yes, but we just don't know. like Even if it just goes to HBO Max, Max directly. Like, which, which is, is probably that. what should happen. Like, It probably yeah. should just go to HBO Max and be done with, and they can move on from it. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have... I mean, Ezra Klein is in all sorts of trouble on his own. It doesn't have... like That's the biggest name in it, other than... Yeah, One, he's in it
0: multiple times, too. Uh, I remember someone someone made a comment about how he's in the movie... In every scene sometimes twice so they can't right. edit him out of the movie yeah um my my biggest hope right now is that he just does really well in his rehab and be yeah. able to make that recovery because he's he's definitely dealing with some issues i i like i like him as an actor i think ezra miller is a very talented young actor yeah, ezra Miller, just, yeah
1: ezra, on, sorry, yeah, uh
0: he just needs you know some help and hopefully he's able to get that um yeah. and make a make a recovery and a return um so i agree but that's I just, that's the best case scenario is that he's able to to do that and then they just can release the movie at this point but
1: yeah yeah but, i mean i just don't know I, I don't know like i think anyone not bringing henry cavill back is crazy as superman they've already made that decision so i have no clue what's what's in store for any of the dc universe um moving forward for for aquaman wonder woman like those are big actors names in those movies. Yeah. those are big draws i don't know how you say no to that so yeah we'll find out
0: yeah we'll find out for sure um okay uh yeah i did have an idea for this week where we just go through the dc slate sure. and go through each of the each of the movies and whether or not we're excited but then that would take us about four hours so <laughs> that's yeah. probably not the best use of our time well, all I'll right that. <laughs> well that is our get excited um adam is excited for foundation and the Flash. I am very excited for Strays and also Air and History of the World Part uh, 2 let's get into our reaction to Dolomite is My Name. So I recommended this to Adam last week. We're still celebrating our Black History Month, uh, which will continue through the rest of the month. Um, this stars Eddie Murphy, and he was not nominated for an Academy Award. Um, Adam, what did you think of this movie?
1: Um, I think overall, it was an enjoyable movie. Okay. Um, I think it helped that it was, you know, drawing on um, the uh, the history. Yeah. It. um, I mean, there's. It's 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 a good movie. It's enjoyable. I don't know that it's ninety seven percent. Like, I don't know that it should be that high. The credit the credits all had this at ninety seven. I think that of all the awards that should have, that this should have been up for, I don't know the best picture should have been it, but I think Murphy probably deserved to at least be nominated um, yeah. for this. Um, he is outstanding in this movie. Um, one of the best performances we've seen from him in a long time. Yep. Um, and it kind of shows his, his range a little bit. Um, the, uh, the, the part that, uh, so I watched this movie um, pretty much right after we recorded last week. And then I went and watched the original movie. Um, really? Yeah. Cause I was super curious and I was like, I want, I want to see this. And so um, the, the, like the take they have on, like I couldn't tell, like after watching the original movie and then like the movie this, that they're so Dolomite is my name is the telling of the story of this guy rudy ray moore um trying to, like breaking into i guess media uh, he starts as a comic musician starts as
0: a singer yeah
1: starts as a yeah, singer mu- singer comic and then um decides oh i can make a um a movie and because he's found some fame in a small area of new york and um and whatnot and he's like well i'm gonna make a movie and he and we see we're basically watching that process of how he gets his movie made and film how they film it all this kind of stuff and it was just when i go back and when you go back and watch the original and they take they take scenes from the movie show them being filmed in the modern movie and their take on what happened in the original movie is i think hilarious (laughs) Um, the, like the fight scenes in particular where you got this guy who's like barely moving. Um, he lifts his foot up three inches and a guy falls down <laughs> yeah. and it's somehow he's kicked. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's pretty hilarious um, that, that they, they kind of poke at themselves. They kind of poke at it while honoring it. Yeah. Right. They do this really nice balance. I think of kind of um, poking at exploitation films from the seventies, but also like honoring what this guy did. Um, yeah. Which is and, incredible. Yeah, and I think I read somewhere that um let me just double check um uh, that he is yeah, uh he's regarded um by a lot uh as the godfather of rap.
0: Yeah, um, cuz he would do these like rhymes and stuff and, and yeah. do these like rhythmic sort of chants where he would, you know, do these you know smackdown talks and stuff yeah, like Yeah, exactly.
1: That. Um, which yeah. was uh, almost I, I can't say reminiscent because I, I I don't know the timeline in my head well enough, but I wanna say it reminded me a lot of watching um like Ali. And, yeah, that's what some, I thought too. And some of what Muhammad Ali would say and how he would <laughs> talk. And so yeah. like I said, I don't you know, carp for the horse, I don't know who's what, chicken egg, I don't know, but um, and it's not me to say. Uh, but it had that kind of vibe. So if you've seen Ali and you've yeah. heard some of his kind of like his talking to people and his talking to interviewers and, and hyping himself up and all that kind of stuff. Rudy Ray Moore kinda of had that as well. Um yeah. And maybe even more so and better. Um yeah. than than Ali. But it was um it was an enjoyable watch. I definitely think it's worth watching. I think it um it tells the story of a time in America um where things like we've been trying to figure things like we haven't figured things out, which is I think the truth and very sad, um, in regards to race in this country, but like in the seventies, it was even different. And we were more, um, I mean, desegregation in the South had just happened a few years prior. And so to watch this and kind of know all the context around it, it was really interesting. Like the whole film crew was white.
0: Yeah, they were university
1: yeah. students. Yeah, university students, and so it was um, it was just really interesting to see kind of these different layers of of what's going on. Um, I thought it was maybe a little long. Yeah. Um, I think it was probably fifteen minutes too long. Um, if it had been closer to an hour forty-five, I think we, we could have had a little more fun with it. Um, but it was great. Keegan Michael Key is fantastic in this yeah he's um great. he he's almost um under, uh you 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 almost don't know he doesn't jump right out as and oh that's Keegan michael key um the makeup is excellent, but he is um very funny in this um Wesley Snipes is hilarious um yeah. he is underrated as a as a comedic actor I think and if I think if he had done that a little more earlier on, um we would have seen more of him it's it's interesting because he did um like Major coming from America right did major league he did coming to america um, yeah he he did some really great comedy that's not, that's not what that's arsenio hall sorry sorry yeah. he did major league um, and didn't go back for the sequel
0: um, yeah he, is he in one of the sequels he's in hmm. one of the sequels
1: if he not might be a major league too, but i'm not sure
0: he's not in three i know that for sure yeah, um, yeah. anyway so he he got into martial arts a lot yep that was his like thing and so yeah. he started getting into martial arts and he decided he was going to be an action star. And yeah. they kind of made fun of that in major league Two, where he mm-hmm. did this like black thunder, white lightning yeah. movie. Um, and they started, they're kind of poking fun at him as a, this action star. And then he just really got into it.
1: So yeah, like he, it was a choice with the,
0: not to stay in comedy, but I, I think it yeah. was a mistake. On
1: his uh, part. It definitely was because he's, I think hilarious, but like he did the art of war, uh, passenger 57. Um Um, some good movies Um, he's not a bad actor he's good U.S. marshals he's great u.s marshals he was good in um he's good enough to make it into the expendables as you know an action uh legend um so he has some funny lines in that too he does have funny lines in that too his character's hilarious um so overall i thought a really good movie i think it tells a story an interesting story in an interesting time of america yeah um i I think that's always worth telling (laughs) and i think they do a really good job telling it um, and Eddie Murphy was just over the top outstanding. Just on it. Yeah.
0: yeah. You really feel for him.
1: Um, I think this movie lives or
0: breathes with uh, divine joy Randolph who plays lady Reed. Mm-hmm. I think her interactions with Rudy Ray Moore are what define this movie. Yeah. I, I think every time that they have a scene together, the movie just elevates and elevates and elevates. Like I love their interactions together when he's talking to her about like She's like, I can't go on stage, and he's like, No, just just make a character. Like, you don't yeah. need to go on stage. Your character goes on stage. Right. We don't have to be nervous about people making fun of you. It's your character that people are going to be laughing at. It's not anything you get. And the song they sing together is is hysterical. Mm-hmm. Oh my um, god, I love it's, it's yeah. a it's a
1: it's a how do I, I, I don't want to say this and not sound like like a jerk? It's a black version of um, Johnny Cash and. um uh, his wife i can't remember her name um but they had a song they do that they would sing and repeat each other's lines as well and this, yeah this is a better version of that with better humor <laughs> comedy um yeah so it's, yeah
0: it, it reminded me a little bit of like dolly parton islands in the stream kind of yeah kind of vibes but a more more comedic tone oh obviously. yeah certainly i also yeah and then she has another scene with him uh they have the, the scene talking about the sex scene that he's really nervous about Mm -hmm. and like, how is he going to be sexy? And she's like, don't be sexy. Be funny. Yeah. be funny. Like, let's just make it really funny. And so, um, yeah, that was a great scene. And then the last scene that they have together where she tells him, like, I appreciate you putting me in this movie because there's no one that looks like me in movies. And that's such a great, great scene. And I, uh, I feel like the vibe that I was getting from this reminded me a lot of when black panther came out and people are like oh a black superhero movie will never sell and it's just like yeah there are people who want to watch movies that have people that look like them in it and there's a great line in in this movie where one of the record uh one of the guys who produces his record tells him like you can't make a movie for just three blocks of people right and he's like those three blocks are in every city in america
1: yeah and
0: that was so true
1: it is that was the better representation the one w- where she says you know you know thanks for me there's no one that looks like me in the movies that um that felt really forced to me that, yeah a little bit that didn't feel like a great the, the producer one um felt way more um impactful like i got more out of that than i did later it needed what she says needed to be said and it's true and we need to do better about that but I think the delivery of it was a little more just like, oh, let's make sure we put this in here to cover that base almost. Um, yeah. Well, and they, so.
0: and they also, they show, they show her in the like actual Dolomite movie and uh-huh. she is not as big as nowhere Divine near Joy Yeah. Randall. yeah. Um, so I thought that was a little bit, um, yeah, I think force might be the word um, or contrived big, it, or yeah. It, it did it did speak to the themes of the movie and i i did you, you didn't really need it but i'm sure there are people who are watching that didn't quite pick up on it so just right giving them one more little nod was was kind of nice yeah and no, and I, I don't think, know if that conversation actually happened or anything.
1: right it yeah was, exactly that's one of the moments that we don't know. don't know um yeah. so um i mean I, i'm not mad that they did it or anything i just don't know that it you know elevated the movie because sure. there. that's all um so yeah oh, again,
0: I, yeah yeah I also really liked his friends. Uh, Mike Epps plays Jamie Lynch, and Craig Robinson played Ben Taylor. Uh-huh. And uh, there's one more in their sort of casting crew. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Titus Burgess plays Theodore, and those three together were really fun and like felt like just a group of friends, like yes. helping each other and elevating each other. And that they make fun of him at some at, in the early parts of the movie, and he gets really upset with them. And I was just like, this seems like a really true interaction of just four friends you know talking you know uh talking to each other and interacting with each other and <laughs> making fun of each other and then eventually just like working working things out helping each other out yeah so it was really great um i watched this with kendra and she had a very similar direction that i had in the first time watching it of like there's a part in the movie where it's almost difficult to watch because you're so worried that things are not going to work out for him like yeah. everything looks so bleak uh, insurmountable yeah right and you're just like does does this work out and i had to remind her i'm like they don't make movies about guys who didn't finish making the movie like, right <laughs> yeah this is this is about the guy who made dolomite they're gonna finish making yeah. dolomite yeah
1: yeah <laughs> so no it was great um I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think that people need to watch this, um, yeah. and you know, celebrate. it. I think it's hurt a little bit by being on Netflix to start. I know it had a limited. Yeah, I the think theaters. I think
0: that was one of the things that that kept Eddie Murphy from getting the nomination, right? Is because yeah. the Academy still has sort of a um, uh, uh, discrimination nose. against, yeah. yeah, against streaming movies. Yeah, they're and, snobby. Yeah. Even when Martin Scorsese makes a movie on streaming, it right, it still has not. Uh, I don't know, solidified that this this is a a place that people enjoy watching stuff. So, right? Well, isn't Scorsese
1: yeah. one of the ones that criticized streaming and said this is not where my movie should be watched? I think so, but yeah, all about the dollar. Um, yeah. All right, so that's Dolomite is my name. Any final thoughts on that? Or um, I th- there's one thing I did want
0: to point out. I love that they this is this was absolutely not necessary for the movie you probably could have cut the whole thing out but the interaction he has with his aunt i thought was really sweet yes uh, and the fact that he, they show him paying her back yes felt really like it was more fan servicey than anything we didn't really need that for the movie but it, i i wanted it personally to like the character more and be like okay well he does Payback with interest, right? His ad no, to him make his comedy records.
1: Yeah, I remember that that as well. And it, I remember thinking, man, that's really cool that they showed that because that they could have easily not. um And I, well, there's a good part of this movie. I think part
0: the the early parts of this movie are a little difficult to watch because he is quite unlikable to start yes. with. Yeah, and it's not until he meets Lady Reed, I think, that that turns around. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah i agree i think that um i think this movie does a good job of pushing back on stereotypes um, in general um appropriately like showing the paying back things like that he's not a deadbeat he's a guy who has a dream and he's chasing it and he he puts the work in this is not something that just happened to him this isn't purely talent that got discovered and um yeah. skyrocketed him to any level of fame. No, he put hard hard work in to make this happen and sacrificed himself. Um risked it all. So it's um it's a great great story. Yeah. And the thing that I like about
0: it as well is that he also elevates the people around him too. Yes. Like yes he, yeah, he paid people at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. he he went hungry and he lost his house and he I don't know, sold off his rights to his records. Yep. Uh, in order to make sure that all the crew and stuff got paid, and yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's a it's
1: um, it's a good movie with uh, with good um, like I want to say there's good moral things that you can that you can that. You should know already. First of all, yes. if you're an adult. Um, secondly, there are things that you should you should teach to your kids. However, they can't watch this movie to learn those <laughs> things. Um, highly inappropriate for children. But um, and it, it tells a good it's a good message beyond being a good story.
0: Um, yeah. About I think this is a good reminder to people of like how to make the world a better place and how to live in the world and respect yeah. each other and not push people down to lift yourself up. Yep. Yeah.
1: Which he doesn't do. So no, awesome. Doesn't. So that's Dolomite is my name. We both agree. We both like it. Um, yep. Go give it a watch.
0: Yep. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, yeah. You want to get into yes. your recommendations for this week? Yeah.
1: So this week um, I've got two for you. One that's pretty much brand new and one that is a little older. Um, I'm going start with a brand new one first. Um, this is called You People. Um, Uh, starring Eddie Murphy. There it is. And Jonah Hill. Um, this movie, uh, here's the, here's the synopsis. A new couple and their families find themselves examining modern love and family dynamics amidst clashing cultures, societal expectations, and generational differences in this comedy from Kenya Barris. Um, I'm assuming it's Barris. It might be Barris, but, um, this movie is about a, a Jonah Hill falls in love with a woman and then they go to meet each other's parents. Jonah Hills, Jonah Hill, and his family, Jewish, very Jewish. Um, uh, Laura London, uh, Amira is her name. Amira, she has a uh, Muslim family. So not only do we have interracial, we have pretty stark inter- intercultural dynamics yeah. going on, um, and so it's it's kind of got um, meet the parent vibes, but with things that actually matter. Not, yeah. not just formal former spy digging up dirt on the soon-to-be this, husband this um it gave me
0: so I, i've seen the trailers and stuff for this it seemed kind of like uh guess who's coming to dinner mm-hmm. which is an old uh catherine Hepburn. Yep. um and uh and they, they did a remake with ashton kutcher called guess who where they yep. reversed the races it seems kind of like that except more like the clashes both directions in this one. Right. Exactly.
1: And that's, that's very true. So, um, a great cast in this Jonah Hill, Laura London, Eddie Murphy, Julia, Louise Dreyfus, Nia Long, David Duchovny, Elliot Gould, who I I love Elliot Gould, Rhea Perlman. Um, it's, it's just, it's got so many fun people in this. Um, so Dion Cole, it's a, it's a great movie. It's, it only has a 42%, um, uh, review um uh critics score and a 37% audience score. I think those are both low. I think yeah. it should be closer to 60% for both. Um so uh you know you take that for what it is um directed by Kenya Barris uh ri- or produced by Jonah Hill Kenya Barris and Kevin Misher and written by Jonah Jonah Hill um so and Kenya Barris. so both perspectives so it's a it's a fun movie um it definitely does push on you a little bit and challenge you, but um in some good ways. Uh Kenny Bars is uh
0: remaking White Men Can't
1: Jump this year. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Okay. That. Oh he did uh Coming to America. Yeah. Coming to America,
1: the second one.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Cool. So yeah. Um It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a lot going on kind of movie.
0: It's under two hours. This is one of the shorter ones you recommended.
1: Oh yeah. Which is surprising. (laughs) I do like long movies. Um, but yeah, there you go. Came out, um, uh, just, uh, three, four weeks ago. So really, really new on Netflix. Um, yeah, that's the one you people, Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, and cool. their interactions are great right,
0: any questions any no this is this has actually been kind of on my list i just haven't gotten around to it um but yeah i really like jonah hill i really like eddie murphy i think i'm excited to see their scenes together i also like uh julia Louis dreyfus
1: as well yes so. i think she's she's the best part of like i'm not a big seinfeld fan uh-huh. she's the best part of that show in my opinion, she's like, and I, I love her most everything that she does. Um, she's, she's a, I, I like, um, like actors that kind of know the moment and can be in the moment subtly Yeah, in that. And I think she does a good job of that. So, all right. Ready for the next one. Hey. All right. This next one came out in 2007. So. Yeah we're we're back a little ways um and, and it is two hours and thirty seven minutes so, okay so there you go I made up for it um this is called american gangster okay with um Denzel Washington and russell Crowe. um and uh chidweddle um i can't ever say his last name Chiwetel Ch- is you he- oh gosh oneweddle Ch- is you he- oh, um that's my my guess right now she had yeah okay. uh excellent actor kuba gooding jr josh brolin um rza it's uh, it just elba it's got some some good armand Sante. <laughs> it's got some good big names in this um anyway this is a mobster movie okay so this is, uh, the I'll read the synopsis. Frank Lucas, starred by, uh, played by Denzel Washington, earns his living as a chauffeur to one of Harlem's leading mobsters. After his boss dies, Frank uses his own ingenuity and strict business code to become one of the inner city's most powerful crime bosses. Meanwhile, veteran cop Richie Roberts, played by Russell Crowe, senses a change in the mob's power structure and looks for ways to bring the opponent to justice. Um, so it's a crime drama uh, directed by Ridley Scott. Oh, okay. cool. Um, telling telling a story that's based on a true story. I mean, this is the, the you know there's this is factual stuff. Um, you know, it's Hollywood factual stuff, but you know, uh, most of the events happen. this this story happened, how they tell it, maybe not exactly right on. But um, I love this movie. I think it it's got a critic score of eighty one and an audience score of eighty eight. Um, so pretty up there, and I think those are both about right um extremely well acted um it doesn't feel like a two hour and 40 minute movie um it's got got a good pace to it um it it's intimidating to think that these things happen in our world you know like these things happen this mobster existed and did these things that that always kind of messes with my head like watching narcos like those things happen. That's just, I can't, I can't process it. This movie kind of is in that same kind of realm of like, wow, I, I can't believe that this actually went down. Um, so it's a, it's a very, very good movie. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah.
0: I, uh, so one thing I know about this movie is um, when they were advertising it, uh, Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe were obviously really big names at the time. Mm-hmm. and so it was advertised as like you know see these two actors in their first movie together uh which is kind of funny because they did a movie in 1995 called virtuosity yep. where, uh, which was a huge flop commercially and critically yep. just pretend it doesn't exist Not it reminds bad. me of uh when taikoy td and ryan reynolds talked about how they've never done a movie together uh-huh. when they did free guy it's like you yes yeah. did green really lantern together <laughs> but yeah
1: Cool. Yeah, this is Russell Crowe after a bunch of big stuff that he had already done. Um, this is post-Gladiator, right? Oh, yeah, this is post-Gladiator, um, post-Beautiful uh, Mind, post-Master yeah. and Commander, post-Cinderella Man, um, pre-310 to Yuma, so that's where it falls. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's uh, he's fantastic in this. They spend almost, like, it's kind of like, do you ever see Heat? Um, De Niro and Pacino, like De Niro and Pacino, really aren't on screen together very much. Yeah, this has vibes of heat, okay, but not in the um Michael Mann (laughs) drama sense of it. Um, this is more, this is definitely a Ridley Scott movie. This has vibes of of Gladiator, um, and it's it feels epic, like it just feels like, oh my gosh, this is like, how was the world not? focus only on this while it was happening kind of epicness to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was I mean it was kind of like the behind the scenes stuff. It uh this is the the, the history that people don't like talking about, right? Right, the exactly, right, history. Yeah. Um, so. So, um cool. but yeah. All right.
1: So, mm-hmm. so what what do you think?
0: American Gangster's on Peacock, right? Um yes. Yeah. Peacock and then Netflix for you people. I think I'm going to keep the Eddie Murphy train going. Let's watch you people. Sounds good to me. Sort of compare it to, to Dolomite a little bit too. Um, Yeah. I've been interested to see. It keeps getting recommended to me on Netflix too. So I'm kind of
1: interested to see. Do you uh, ever, you ever watch something they recommend just to get it out of your recommendations? Yes.
0: Yeah. Do.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's I'm tired of I'm tired of seeing this thumbnail. Go away. <laughs> yeah. All right, you people. We will. Uh, we will come back next week with McLean's reactions to you
0: people. Fantastic. All right, that moves us into our blast from the past. As we said, um, we're not going to talk about Dolomite. No. You know, Adam just watched it. Would you recommend nope. it to people? Um. I mean, as I, I don't.
1: I I, I struggle recommending black exploitation films in general, just because like, if we took, if we look at it from a quality perspective, they're not good. Yeah. Um, They're, 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 they're not. Um, And that's, that's mostly probably due to financial reasons, just not having budget for it. Um, Yeah. But um, there are probably others. Oh man. I don't know. Like shaft always gets all the pub um this one is good some of the pam greer stuff might be better okay um but this one is really good um okay. so if what did you watch it on i watched it on amazon prime i believe okay did you rent it or did you was it just there no no it's just there oh just radio. to right, watch well, we we are going to talk about
0: 1975 which is the year the dolomite came out um and so i think 75 was a huge huge year for movies uh it had uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest and jaws and some really great classics that people watch today quite often um and so yeah adam what book blast from the past uh would you recommend
1: well as you mentioned um one flew over the cuckoo's nest and jaws are definitely uh, i think the biggest of that yeah. that year um and I think that those are both generational um, movies that if you haven't watched, you should go watch. Um, yeah. They're fantastic. Um, I'm going to start with um, with the Iger Sanction. Okay. Um, old Clint Eastwood movie. Um, so former government assassin Jonathan Hemlock now devised, devotes his time to teaching and collecting paintings, but his quiet life is interrupted when he is persuaded by his former employers to work for them again. Hemlock has to join a crew of explorers on a trip up the Eiger, a treacherous, treacherous Swiss mountain. Hemlock must simultaneously determine which of his fellow climbers is a Soviet spy, kill his target and scale the deadly peak so this is um I don't think I've seen this one. have you not? I don't
0: think so. I've seen, oh, it's very good. Dare. it's Yes. Which is somewhat this, similar. Like not, not necessarily in the premise, but like the mountains and
1: stuff yeah. like that. But. Yeah. This is, um, this is very good. Directed by Clint Eastwood. Um, and, uh, the genres are adventure, mystery, and thriller. And I think that's dead on, um, cause there's a mystery. This is the height of the cold war. So it's us versus Soviets. um, But, uh, in Switzerland, um, and he's got to go climbing. And so it's a, it's a good story. Um, I think Eastwood movies where he smiles are better movies (laughs) than than Eastwood movies where he doesn't, um, uh, it's kind of a, you know, broad statement, but, uh, this one, you get more of him talking, um. And it's not so much as a, it's you know, it's not an unforgiven where he's just kind of like this silent type and talks when he has to, Um, there's more interaction um, going on throughout. It's a, it's a solid movie um, that if you haven't watched, you probably should.
2: Cool. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I have one
0: that's very different and this, this movie is watched probably more than most movies we recommend and if you haven't seen it it's definitely worth worth a watch uh the rocky horror picture show came
1: out yeah that was my recently. next one
0: really really out there movie um it's <laughs> just i still have not seen it live like with an audience i'm I'm still a little bit scared to to do that because it's so like people get really into this yeah this so movie
1: yeah this showed like so austin texas was a big reason why this movie still like lat like kind of still has a name they had midnight showings every friday and saturday at a little theater called adobe um Mm -hmm. right off the drag and people would go just nuts i mean it was like full dress it's like a i mean full dress every time you have lines that you have to say to the screen you have to throw stuff at the right time like it's it's intimidating if you don't know. I've been once and was scared out of my mind um, and just like, what is happening? This is an awesome experience, but I am so out of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it, it is a fantastic movie. Tim Curry is mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, oh Susie gosh, Sarandon gosh. is in this as well. She's she's great. Uh, the whole cast is, is on point and it's, it's such a bizarre experience uh, as a movie. If you have not... Um, it's not for kids, but it is kind of a good movie in sort of those later, age, you know, time of, of puberty to kind of look at sort of the different ways to express sexualization stuff. It's, it's bizarre. Um, yeah, I would definitely recommend it to, to anybody. And yeah, I think, I think it's sort of expanded out through, it's not just Austin, but like all over the country people do these midnight showings now and
1: yeah yeah, Um, but austin was running this thing i mean for like years yeah they were doing this and it's Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of had this cult following ever since it came out um but i just remember growing up and it was just like the entirety of the 90s the dolby was doing this Um, yeah this and dazed and confused like you could go see these two movies anytime you wanted um yeah another fantastic fantastic movie yeah absolutely. that movie is very austin as well it, yeah yeah which you know only makes sense um
0: yeah. so yeah all right, did you find another one from 1975 you want to talk about
1: or did i steal yeah. them all from you no you you stole them all this is i mean like jaws i love i mean i could talk about Jaws so all day long. um there's uh there's a zorro movie which i'm sure uh, i've seen but i don't know i don't remember it well enough to recommend it um okay. So, you know, it's a, it wasn't not not, 75 had some like truly generational changing movie, um, movies. Like they changed Hollywood movies, Um, but not, not like not a huge amount of, I don't know, good, just, just good.
0: Yeah. The smaller sleeper hits, it, it, it's hard because, like, you don't really need us to recommend Rocky Bar, Picture Show or Jaws to you. Right. I'm sure you've heard of them. I'm sure you know it. But, you know, some of the smaller ones are, are not necessarily holding up to the test of time is what you're
1: saying. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know that I, that we need to go back and watch that. Um,
0: yeah. Um, there's one I wanted to recommend, which I have not seen, but I just saw that it's on streaming. and I'm actually going to probably watch it this week. Uh, it's called Three Days of the Condor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based on a book called Seven Days in the Condor. Uh, they shaved off some days for the movie. Uh, it's streaming on Paramount Plus right now. Yep. But it's it's Robert Redford. It's a spy thriller. Uh, basically, he he's working for the government uh, in in the Condor, and his like group of uh, uh, like he's not one of the spies, but his sort of group of spies they all get killed and so now he's on his own and he's got to figure out how to escape and survive and get out of there so it's robert redford starring in it it's got max found uh, side out and it's uh faye dunaway really great cast for the time um, oh yeah yeah uh i have not seen it i i just actually got got it recommended to me on uh, a different podcast and i was like oh i should look that up and see if it's if it's any good and I saw the the list for 1975 movies. So
1: yeah, luckily it is actually streaming and you can just watch it on Paramount plus. When, Very when cool. Time. I did find a one movie that, that I think I should recommend okay, to kind of pair with your Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, Tommy. So um, okay. uh, this is the synopsis. It's a musical um, written by the who. Um, okay. And- Psychedelic is, I think, an understatement. Maybe a little bit on this. After seeing his step stepfather murder his father during an argument over his mother, young Tommy goes into shock. Suddenly, becoming um, psycho psychosomatical somatically deaf, dumb, and blind. As a teenager, Tommy stumbles upon a pinball machine and discovers he's a natural prodigy at the game. Fame and fortune follow for Tommy as he becomes a pinball champion and later the messiah of a religious cult, which views his pinball skills as a miraculous sign of divine intervention. <laughs> it's very British. Um, it sounds insane. What's that?
0: I've never heard of this before. Uh, oh, I love huge. Pinball Wizard. Um, um, this sounds great.
1: Yeah, and that's the, this, this, the, the whose Pinball Wizard comes from this. Um, it's it's uh, Roger Daltrey plays Tommy, uh, and Margaret's in it. Oliver Reed's in it. Elton John is in it. He's the pinball wizard. Um, Eric Clapton, okay. uh, Keith Moon, Jack Nicholson, <laughs> um, Tina Turner, uh, wow. Pete Townsend, Ken Russell. Like it's just Tina Turner is the queen. Yeah. So it's um it's trippy to say the least, um, but very good and it's the who and if you like classic rock um i mean the who is they're up there among the legends and the all-stars yeah yeah we were actually talking about the who pretty recently
0: um kendra was challenging me to name an artist that i like all of their stuff Mm -hmm. and i was like i don't i don't know if i have one probably the closest one would be the who i do listen to them a lot Yes. Um, yeah. Cool. I I might have to rent this. This looks crazy.
1: It is. It is crazy. It's not as um where, where um Rocky Horror Picture Show te- takes itself silly. Like yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show and Clue are the same movie. Um, <laughs> right. Like as far as like how it, ta- how it considers itself. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, kno- it knows what it is and it knows what it's doing. Um, and it's doing comedy and it's doing over the top and it's doing silly. Uh, Tommy is not silly. Well, and, it wasn't
0: supposed to be silly.
1: Which one wasn't Tommy? No, Tommy. Tommy, no Tommy's not supposed to be silly, yeah. but like, but it's, it's very like they, they're it's a, it's a drama musical. Um, uh-huh. So it's very, it's, it's interesting. Okay. Uh, but it's good.
0: All right. I got one more to talk for, uh, talk about blast from the past. Uh, if you have not checked out uh the pink panther series with um so good peter sellers the return of the pink panther uh, is actually on paramount plus right now um it came out 1975 it's technically the fourth movie in the series um but it's really the first movie when when people think of the pink panthers like movies and, and you know Septology, whatever it's called um this is the movie they're thinking of this is the one where they realized the plot doesn't matter the you know the story doesn't really matter that much let's just put peter sellers in silly situations and have mm-hmm. him be funny yeah it's it he is a master of physical comedy uh just absolutely full control of his of his body and does the funniest things you yeah can it's him and charlie me. chaplin two yeah. greatest. <laughs> I think you can definitely talk about them in the same breath as far as physical comedy goes. Um, yeah, this is, so the original pink Panther came out in 1964. And then a shot in the dark is technically also in the, the series, which came out later that year. Um, so inspector Clouseau as Peter, Peter Sellers as inspector Clouseau is in both of those movies, but he's not really the star of either of those movies. Um, he's sort of one, you know, cog in the machine that, that that's there. Uh, And it wasn't until later they realized that he was the main draw. They tried to replicate it in 68 with Alan Arkin as Inspector Clouseau in the movie Inspector Clouseau, which I haven't seen, but I'm actually really, I kind of want to go back and watch that too because I I really like Alan Arkin. Um, But Return of the Pink Panther, they brought Blake Edwards back to direct. They brought Peter Sellers back to star. um, And then the Return of the Pink Panther, the Pink Panther strikes again revenge of the pink panther were all like just him being silly and and very loose plot and yeah let's just do these crazy scenarios and stuff uh trail of the pink panther is the one that was released post-mortem um peter sellers filmed some of it but not all of it um and so it's a I would not recommend this one if you're trying to like shotgun all the Pink Panther movies. Like, if you watch Return of the Pink Panther, if that's your wheelhouse, uh, watch Pink Panther Strikes again. Watch Revenge of the Pink Panther. Give it some time before you go to Trail of the Pink Panther. Trail yeah. of the Pink Panther is good, but it also reuses a lot of the scenes from the older movies, or like other, you know, the 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 reverse shot of a scene because they they just needed more footage of Peter Sellers for to finish the movie. So, yeah. And then they have, Curse of the Pink Panther, some of the Pink Panther, and then get into the, the Steve, Martin, uh, Steve Martin movies. So really interesting, like, uh, franchise of films, but it really starts with the return of the Pink Panther in 1975. Uh, if you have not watched these, they're hysterical. Uh, if, you, if you like, you know, Airplane or even some of the Monty Python stuff, it's definitely got some comedic um, moments for you. Uh, Three Stooges. Um, I think it's better than most of the stuff in Three Stooges, but I,
1: I, I'm a little bit biased. So, oh, well, I think Pink Panthers are way better than the Street Three Stooges. Yeah. Um, on on like any of the movies, except for maybe like Trail of or Son of or something like that. But even Trail of is still yeah excellent. Um, the the Three Stooges gets lost, and that there's three, I think, and it just kind of dilutes yeah. some of the some of the it's it's slapstick with a very minor plot. Pink Panther is slapstick with more of a plot.
0: Yeah, uh, I do think that um, I, I liked the Steve Martin movies, and I think one of the reasons why um, they succeed is because he has a better supporting cast. Yeah, uh, to to also sort of play off. It's not just him keeping all the gags going. You've got yeah. um, uh, some of the, the supporting characters are allowed to have funny moments as well. In the original Pink Panther, he's the only person that's in a comedy. Everyone else is playing it 100% straight. No one else is is really... Some of them are their butt of, of jokes, but they're not really um, funny in any way. Just, that's what makes him so right. outlandish. He, is that he, yeah. Yeah.
1: The only one that comes close... Um, to being in a comedy is maybe um, Inspector Dreyfus's character. Okay, like maybe maybe comes close, but even then he goes insane because he's so <laughs> annoyed by the pink by Clouseau being Clouseau. Um, yeah.
0: So yeah, as the as the series goes on, his character gets more and more outlandish and yeah and befuddled oh, because yeah.
1: yeah. But uh, okay,
0: is, I'll I'll give you that one. Uh, yeah, Peter Sellers
1: great. is. I, I I don't have the I, like I don't have words that adequately describe how great he is at this kind of comedy.
0: Yeah, you have how, to see it to believe it. it yeah. It's like uh, it's like going back and watching the old Bruce Lee movies mm-hmm. and realizing how they had to slow the camera down so that you could see him because he just moved so fast. Right. It's like well, no one can move that fast. No, he moved that fast. You have yeah. to see it to believe it. Uh, that's how funny Peter Sellers is. You have yes. to
1: actually watch it and give it a
0: chance. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. All right.
1: Cool. Awesome. Uh, do you have any other thoughts before we wrap things up? Uh, no. Um, go watch Pink Panther. Um, pick one and go. It's you're you're gonna love it. Um, watch it. Uh, don't do. Um, watch it with your kids, but don't do the Pink Panther or Shot in the Dark with your kids. Do the Return of the Pink Panther. You'll be safe yeah. there. Um the first two have way more innuendo, um because it's the sixties and it's the revolution. But um yeah. the Return of the Pink Panther is much more crazy. You'll love Cato, your kids will love Kato. Um <laughs> it's it's unbelievably insensitive and I don't know if it ages well, but uh it's uh, or not insensitive but maybe but overly stereotypical. a little um, a little culturally insensitive. Yeah, sure. um but it is hilarious. Um so, you know, there, uh, I don't know anyway. So yeah, there, that's, that's what I would say, but yeah, no, that's my, that's it. I think it's going to be good. Um, I'm looking forward to you people um, and hearing what you th- what you say about it.
0: Okay, cool. Just checking real quick to see if the original Pink Panther is streaming. I don't believe it is. Anywhere. Uh, 1969. That you know, was a few months ago. No, that's the show. Rod and Tomatoes is terrible for actually finding things. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, I'll give you an update next week if I find it somewhere. All right. Wrapping up. Today, we talked about Dolomite Is My Name. It's a strong recommendation from both Adam and myself. Yep. Uh, We got excited with the movies Strays, History of the World Part 2, the series, Foundation, the series. uh, Season 2 is coming out. uh, Air with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Uh, Very excited for those. We also uh, did a... uh, Adam recommended two movies, You People and uh, American Gangster. Uh, I'm going to be watching You People for next week, uh, sticking with another comedy, uh, because we don't get to do enough of those. Uh, We did a blast from the past. Adam recommended Tommy uh, from 1975, uh, with music from The Who and The Iger Sanction, um, directing and starring Clint Eastwood. Uh, I also recommended The Rocky Horror Picture Show, and very strong recommendation from us for the return of the Pink Panther, which is streaming on uh, Paramount Plus right now. So uh, definitely watch those. Uh, definitely watch you people and come back next week so we can, can have a discussion about it. And uh, yeah, give us an uh, email as well. Uh, one of us is always right at gmail.com. If you want, you can you can put in your your thoughts on you people for next week, and we'll try to get those read, and maybe we can add those to the. the show and the discussion for next week as well uh march we will we we have one more episode celebrating black history month that'll be next week Uh, and then we're going to be getting into march with some fan recommendation episodes we still uh have not figured out exactly how we're going to do those um but we will have a plan once we get into march uh keep sending us your recommendations and uh, we'll get them added into the future episodes so thank you very much everybody And we will see you next week.
2: See you later.